I can hear the six-legged taps echoing, crawling closer, creeping into the recesses of my mind. It's hard to think. It's hard to hear myself think. Ah, yes. The queen. It is time to proceed with trial number three. Excuse me, where were we? Ah, yes, the queen. That pregnant parasite perpetuating such anxiety. And such a delicate girl. We have so much more work to do. So much. And we just want to help you. Yeah, I guess so. But why does it always hurt? I don't know why it hurts. But it happens when you make me remember. Well, well, Christine. We can only help those who want to help themselves, my dear. It seems we've become a tad bit angsty again. And angsty, angry thoughts hinder the success and process of our program. You do want to be rid of those crippling hallucinations? Or am I simply confusing you for someone else? I don't want your kind of help. I wish it were different. Oh, how I wish it could be different. The program taxes the greatest toll on those who are pensive, sensitive for that matter. Of course it does. Naturally. Yes, and we must cease the symphony of marching ants. You understand. The ants who steal so many thoughts from that pretty head. We must, shouldn't we? Oh, yes, but... The pains and pangs of memory are simply a byproduct of the eradication process, my dear. Think of how happy you'll be to float again, waltzing to life's melodies, a dance no longer bogged down by the cacophony of infesting insects. Not again. Please, please don't make me do it again. I'll, I'll try harder. I will, I, I promise. It is time to proceed with trial number three. Such a strong, diligent girl surely can listen to the contents of her own sleep diary. And it's so very important that we listen. So very important. Called 
to me as the thumping of their six-legged march grows louder and louder and louder. Is this all she thinks of me? I know. I can see it. Their formation, their structure. It, it's been the same for months. Months. I will not succumb as a soldier marching in the colony. No, no matter what tricks or treats the queen may offer me. The lines, the shifting lines, I just, no, no, they're getting thicker. How is that, how is that even possible? The ants are marching side by side. In twos or threes or fours, the symbols are filling the room, trapping me on my fettered island of a couch. How do I leave the apartment without crushing them? She must be sending more reinforcements. To cover my floor, coat my furniture, face my eyes, smother my skin. I feel them tiptoeing in my veins, tapping in my organs, singing behind my eyes. I feel them everywhere. My eyes smother my skin. Tut, tut, tut. Ask and you shall receive, Christine. We did work so very hard today, and I am so proud of you. Oh no, oh no, we mustn't strain ourselves after taxing such a strenuous recuperation. You mustn't forget the machines tap into your neurological and sentimental energies. The only way we can extradite hallucinogenic tendency from your mind. Right, right. Yes, I remember. Good. Very good. Doctor? Yes, Christine? Would it be okay if I asked you a question? Of course, of course. Ask anything that troubles you. Why the fuck did you bring me here? You see, the machine, the one that helps you, is the only one of its kind. The only salvation a poor, troubled mind might have left. That's why you're here. Oh, right. The machine. It always comes back to the machine. That's far more than enough for today. You've been so, so brave. But now it's time to rest. Doctor will check on you in the blink of an eye. All right. All right. Whatever you say, doctor. That's it, sweetheart. Fuck you, sweetheart.
let me speak with her. Such a poor, confused little birchie, battering her wings on the cage, tap, 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 and so close to fluttering away, fluttering right away, yes. She's simply not ready, Dee. And frankly, I'm somewhat tired. Tired of how long your endlessly innovative technology is taking, and tired of how many times you forget the pecking order around here. And the little ones say our gentle doctor was robbed at birth of an ounce of humor, an ounce. Yet the pretty puns spout to with such ease. We've little time for your flattery, Dee. Just get on with it. A teensy-tiny morsel of time is all I need. No, no, a crumb, yes. Our fawn has a fertile mind beset in fervent power. And yet she's doe-eyed, helpless as a babe in the woods. I said it might be best if you get on with it. Right, a quick as the fox clenches its jaws on the poor, unsuspecting field mouse. You must grant me permission to test my new theories, my new tech, on her befuddled little fawn. I'm not sure a no goes by any other name. It is, was, and always has been the doctor's order, so certainly, to seize and sweep the powers that be. But, Doctor, you stand strong as the stag, leading her through the woods, and yet you are blind. Compassion is sickening her, shaving her hooves, a strip of gear spinning our wheel. It is not the time to play with your toys, Dee. I won't allow it. Not now. But, of course, if you insist. Then I suppose a just stern, strong doctor may be right. It is not the time, but, and I think you'll agree, if it's results we want, we can't, we won't say not now. The correct phrasing is not yet. <laughs> since I've been able to record anything. After what happened at my parents, I'm not sure who's been avoiding sleep more, or Robert or me. I'm only able to record this now because Robert's out on an emergency repair job. He didn't want to go. He hasn't wanted to leave me alone since we got back. But I've taken a temporary leave from work.
I stressed that we needed the extra money, so dutiful Robert, he headed out and helped panicked Miss Pearson. And I finally got a little time alone. You, you know, it's strange. I know I've been distant since we got back, and I know Robert worries over that, but lately it seems like he doesn't want to be alone. Which I don't really understand. I know that he thought briefly he lost me in the woods on our last night at my parents, but he didn't. He was definitely shaken up when my mom called him back and assured him I'd gone home with them, but that's all. I asked him if something was wrong, if something had happened, if he'd seen something, but he just... He insisted that he just didn't like the woods at night. That was why he was all worked up. And he refuses to talk about the shadow I found over him in our room the night before... No matter how many times I try to open the subject, he says it was a dream and he barely remembers. I know, obviously, that he's been affected by everything. By the ants. By the shadows that he'll still barely acknowledge. But, God, I guess I thought somehow that those things couldn't really touch him? That the worst part of all this for him was still just me. That his perception of my insanity was what would break him. What would be the only thing to hurt him. But I was wrong. I haven't recorded since that night. Since bursting into my old bedroom and seeing that thing crouching on his chest. I know it was too dark to make out in detail, but I swear I could see its claws burying in his chest. See its face pressed to Robert's whispering, crooning out that grotesque poem he kept repeating. It was right there. Even when I shoved it off, Robert kept reciting, chanting those fucking words. I have it recorded, but I still haven't played it. I thought about just deleting that recording, but I won't do that either. This is all feeling bigger. Yet, somehow even more connected to me. Like the veins in my hands stretch beyond my fingertips and become roots elsewhere. Like my arteries vibrate with every brush of wind, like the ants are tapping to the rhythm of my pulse. It's like I'm becoming them. I noticed it after finding that shadow thing in our room. When I screamed at that shadow, it was like something opened. I don't know how else to describe it. Like a cellar door, long painted shut, pushed to crack and snap. A sudden meeting of stale and fresh air, but not all at once. 
a slow trickle leaving the room. Fractals of light piercing in. Something is happening to me. something I don't. She's getting in my head, dude. 
Maybe I gotta give therapy a try. It's her fucking weird shit, man. It's getting to me. It's creeping in my dreams. The shadows beside the trees are chanting in my dreams. My fucking dreams, man. Obviously, I'm relieved Christine is okay. That she never was in any actual danger. But I feel like ever since those damn ants showed up in our apartment, my Christine's been changing. I barely know what's going on with her anymore. And I feel like it's my fucking fault. I don't want to let her out of my sight. You know I'm not clingy. But it's like when we're apart, shit goes from weird to fucked up to bad news. You know I love her. But, and, and here's the thing, Christine's been so calm lately, it's freaking me out how calm she's been getting. It's like, it's like Robbie's the crazy one. <laughs> Even when she tries to hop on that dream I had, she's so composed. It's, it's like she's whipped a notebook out and gathering information, a private investigator. Trilling off questions without breaking a sweat. She's no longer doubting herself, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love it when Christine's confident. But she's she's taking everything so seriously now. She's been digging and digging and digging and... Uh, nah, it's hard to explain on the phone. Can we get that beer soon, please?
she speaks to me in broken patterns of muffled static, but still she speaks. She calls to me. Daughter, she says, we've come. We're here for you. a scary one, wasn't it, guys? Well, they might just get a little bit scarier, but Robert here, just want to let you all know uh, that we really appreciate you listening to Ergo Ants, a supernatural thriller podcast created and written by Sam Sarkeesian and Emma Arba. If you like what you hear and you want to join the colony, why don't you go to ergoants.com. That's E-R-G-O-A-N-T-Z dot com. So you can see what uh, cool uh, shit we got going on. That's pretty much all for now. I gotta get out of the studio before somebody frickin' kicks me out. But thank you. We appreciate it. Even if... uh, Christine's not appreciating it. She's got a lot of shit going on. I should uh, get back to the apartment. All right. Sayonara. Sayonara.